In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We Western Christians are five weeks deep into Easter, but for our brethren in the Orthodox Church, today is Easter Day, the Holy Pascha. Today, Orthodox Christians around the world will sing again and again with great joy the ancient Paschal hymn, Christ is risen from the dead, trampling down death by death, and upon those in the tombs bestowing life. Christ is risen, they will cry in many languages. Christ is risen. And we share with them, singing with joy, that Christ is risen from the dead. For he is the very Paschal Lamb that has taken away the sin of the world, who by his death hath destroyed death, and by his rising to life again hath won for us everlasting life. Christ came that we might live. I am come that they might have life, he says, and that they might have it abundantly. Come, all ye faithful, the Orthodox sing. Let us venerate Christ's holy resurrection. For behold, through the cross, joy has come into the world. The paschal joy that Christ brings is the joy of new and unending life in him. I am the resurrection and the life, he says. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And again, as he says in today's gospel, because I live, ye shall live also. The resurrection of Jesus means that there is a future for us beyond death, that there is a future for our whole selves, our souls, and our bodies. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, St. Paul writes, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. And therefore, whenever we bury our dead, we do so in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose coming in glorious majesty, the corruptible bodies of those who sleep in him shall be changed and made like unto his own glorious body. And crucially, the resurrection of Jesus means new life for us now, in this present life. Christ brings new life, a different quality of life, a transformed Life. St. Paul calls it newness of life. And St. John speaks of new birth, of being born of God, being made children of God. To all who received him, John says, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the transformation that Christ brings is so radical that it can be spoken of, as it is in today's epistle, 
as analogous to being raised from the dead. We have passed from death to life, St. John writes. My favorite images for the new life that Christ brings is in one of the more common icons in the Eastern Church of the resurrection of Jesus. It shows Jesus as having descended to the realms of the dead. And at his feet lie the shattered gates of hell. And he stands above a chasm in which you can see the defeated Satan bound in chains. And the Lord himself is shown stretching out his hands and grasping the hands of Adam and Eve, who stand alongside other Old Testament saints, ready to draw them out from the bonds of death. The icon shows, as Rowan Williams observes, the effect of God's action on human history up to that point, and implicitly, the effect of God's action on all history. It shows Christ bestowing life on those who were in the tombs, those who had died before his coming. And by extension, it gives us also a picture of the general resurrection on the last day. When Christ will come, the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And I also want to suggest that it gives us a spiritual image of the new life Christ gives us, even now, in raising us from the death of sin. The way that Christ reaches into our lives and raises us from the deadness of sin, from the death of despair, from the destruction of broken relationships. We were buried with him by baptism into death, St. Paul writes, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk, even now, in newness of life. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yield yourselves to God, St. Paul says, as those who have been brought from death to life. This brings us again to our epistle, where St. John writes that we know we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Christ came to give us new life, to make it so we could walk in newness of life, that we might live lives marked by love. Because love is the sign of newness of life. It is the fruit of the new life Christ brings in our lives. It's directly opposed to the enmity and envy that characterize the old life of sin. Before we encounter Christ, we are, to varying degrees, All of us, like Cain, who was jealous of his brother and killed him out of hate. In this and other ways, we have been trapped in the tomb of sin. When Christ's hand touches us, he liberates us 
from the cycle of enmity and hatred and death, so that we are not destined to be like Cain. Frees us from the bonds of bitterness, from unforgiveness, heals the broken relationships in our lives. Love is the fruit of the new life Christ brings. And that love, which Christ brings in our lives, has a definite shape. It looks like this. The cross is the shape of love. The cross shows us what love is. It reveals the true nature of love. St. John underlines this point when he writes that we perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And again, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. And again, Jesus himself says, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. He laid down his life for us, St. John says. We ought, therefore, to lay down our lives for the brethren. Now, while we may not often find the opportunity to literally lay down our lives in death for the sake of others, we, each of us, every day, encounter our fellow human creatures, our brothers and sisters, in need, called upon to lay down our lives, to put aside our own preferences, our own desires, and acts of concrete service. New life is not theoretical. Love is active. My little children, let us not love in word but in, or, in, or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. That's a sentence that needs no commentary. At the same time, while love must show itself in action in our lives, it's also worth pausing to note that it must at least also be in word and in tongue. We need to show love in our words. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, Slow to wrath, St. James warns, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And again, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. For the tongue is a fire, James warns, an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. We must love in our words and also in our actions. There's a prayer from a Dominican priest named Vincent McNabb that is pertinent here. It goes like this. He prays, Bend my stubborn heart, my master. Make my lips truthful. May my prayer be a prayer of truth as well as a prayer of petition." May I desire what I say I desire. And may I desire as first what thou hast put first, 
at the head of all our desires. Thy will, thy kingdom, and the hallowing of thy name. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. Love is the sign of new life that we have in Christ Jesus, who himself is our life. Because I live, ye shall live also, he says, and I am the resurrection and the life, and I am the way and the truth and the life. Christ Jesus is the living one, the one who has died but is alive forevermore. And the life that he gives us, the new life that he gives us, is a share in his resurrection life. Because I live, ye shall live also. The newness of life Christ creates in us is a foretaste of the new creation, of the life of the world to come. If anyone is in Christ, St. Paul says, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has come. And Rowan Williams says that being Christian is about letting the life of Jesus come alive in us. About letting the life of Jesus come alive in us. Christ gives us new life by giving us himself. He dwells in our hearts by faith. He pours out his very breath into our lives through the gift of the Holy Spirit. He gives himself to us in his body and in his blood that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. He gives us a share in the life of joy and love which he shares from eternity with the Father and the Holy Spirit to whom be all honor and glory now and forever. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.